It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas of Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this absolutely magical, robust lifestyle show. I want to thank each one of our listeners that have tuned in live today and the ones that will be listening to the recording on the podcast. I am just so very grateful and thankful for each and every one of you. And you are truly in for a magical show today, as I have with me my returning amazing diva, Gia Raquel. Her and I have chatted about yoga, we've chatted about chakras, and today we are going to chat about crystals for Christmas. Oh my, I am just overly the top excited. So Gia, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Hi, Joyce. Thank you so much for having me back, and happy holidays to you and to your loved ones and to everyone out there, um, especially everyone at Divas That Care Network. I'm thrilled to be back, and I'm bubbling over with excitement to talk about crystals because, again, with our you know shortened amount of time that we have and the wealth of information that there is, the encyclopedias, the crystal healing guides, I mean, there's so much information about crystals, but this is going to be a very, very, again, overview, <laughs> brief and and simple, so that people might be able to take some benefit potentially this holiday season. And maybe they'll be able to support their loved ones and themselves by bringing crystals into their world. Um, so my name is Jira Kell. As you mentioned, thank you so much. And I own Airs Above Yoga, which is a, oh, well, I like to call it a modality for healing. So I practice yoga privately and online. I practice Reiki uh, for humans and animals, both in person and remotely. Um, And I love to incorporate crystals into healing, um, especially in Reiki. It can be useful in yoga as well. But with Reiki, there is definitely, I will call it a, a positively symbiotic relationship between Reiki and crystal healing. So that, I hope, is a little bit of an introduction that will give things to get intrigued about. Oh, my goodness. I am totally intrigued already. And I just must add, oh, my goodness, when you talk about crystals into Reiki, I I must tell our listeners the amazing and magical performance you do with Reiki on a remote uh, way to do it with my horse. She has made amazing results on doing Reiki through a, just a, not even a Zoom call, just she is where she's at and I'm in a total another location and it is totally amazing. And now to bring crystals into it yet, oh man, am I ever excited and I'm excited. I know my animals are listening in a way too through the energy, so I'm excited for them to hear also. So as we start this, Crystals for Christmas, I will just let you start to share wherever you would like to start, Gia. Thank you, Joyce. And, you know, we've we've done crystal uh, and chakra 
discussions in the past, and we've touched on crystals, and we've been talking about chakras for months now. So this is going to go into that just so that we kind of have a similar thread um, and so that people can listen and kind of understand what we've been discussing and how this relates to that, but also to kind of just start to tap into a, a little bit more of the crystal aspect as opposed to the chakra aspect. But we are going to start there so that people have a little bit of a transition from where we've been in the past couple months. So I will briefly go over the chakras again. Um, there are seven. They begin at the root of the spine, the base of this, all the way up through the crown of the head. They are associated with many things, but predominantly they are associated with colors. They are the energy centers in the body that connect to your energy field around you and to source divine whichever you choose to believe in. Um, and they begin with a red disc, wheel of light, orb, however you choose to visualize them because everyone has their own intuition and their own idea. And whatever you feel, I always want to say from a Reiki, from a crystal healing perspective, trust that intuition whenever you're doing these things. Really tap into that and let your chakras look the way they look for you and to you. So that first chakra, it is red, is at the base of the spine. It is the root chakra. The second is the sacral chakra, just above that at the, in the pelvic bowl, as the yoga teachers like to call it, between the belly button and the base of the spine. Um, it is an orange color, and it represents creativity, reproduction. The root represents grounding, safety. It's literally your base of support. From there, we go up to the navel solar plexus chakra above the belly button and below the ribs. That is the color yellow, and it is represented by your power. Think of the fire within you. It is the seat of your um, thrive, your ambition, those types of things. And it is the color yellow again. Moving up from there, we have the heart chakra, which is the color green. I like to think of it as the bridge between the higher intuitive chakras and the lower base grounding chakras. Um, it is obviously representative of your love. It is representative of your openness, your receptivity. Um, it's my favorite chakra. <laughs> if I had to pick a favorite, it's my favorite one. Um, and obviously it is, it is for, you know, for all of us, that, that loving center place in your body. And again, it is the bridge. It connects the upper and the lower. Um, moving up from there, we have the throat chakra, and it is a, a turquoise, an aqua color, if you will, um, and because moving up from there, we have an indigo in the third eye chakra. So the throat is obviously representative of your voice, your ability to communicate. Um, and again, these all these chakras have their physical associations with the body as well. But trying to talk about crystals today, so I'm just going through the brief overview for context. Um, so moving up from there again, we have our third eye chakra. Um, it is an indigo color. It is just above the, the brow in the third eye center and is basically our seat of intuition, our seat of receptivity from source, the divine, etc. And finally, last but certainly not least, we have our crown chakra, which is located above the head, and it is our connection to not only the divine, but to our own soul, to our own higher being, our own higher self, um, and it is generally a white or a violet uh, color. And again, these chakras align with the prism or align with the rainbow and those natural um, tones that we see um, in nature and around us. So anything there before I move on into the, the crystal aspect? 
Oh, you described them all just perfect and gave it in a very brief description, and I loved it. So, yeah, just keep on going, Gia. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So we've talked a lot about how different the colors, especially, are ways to boost or balance your chakras. Um, and that's a very simple way to think about it, wearing a green dress if you want to give your heart chakra a little more attention, eating a banana for your solar plexus chakra. So we've had these conversations in the past. Crystals, what I love about them is they, they kind of, they are the outliers. So you can follow along those same lines, but crystals are so multifaceted, no pun intended, um, that they are not simply limited by their colors. So for example, chakras um, at the base are those kind of fiery colors, right? The reds, the yellows, the oranges, um, but um, dark or a smoky quartz, which has a gray or, or almost brownish tint to it, those will support your root chakra. So there are tons of different ways that these that these crystals can serve multi-purposes for your chakra system. So, oh, please, go ahead. No. You're you're perfectly fine. Keep going. I love it. Okay. <laughs> so for your root chakra, we're going to go along those lines of those red crystals such as garnet, um, crystals such as red calcite, um, crystals such as, like I said, onyx or smoky quartz. All of these are going to support that 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 lower base chakra. And again, this ties into the Reiki because a lot of times if you're doing a Reiki session in person, on a person... Um, you can do these placements of shock of crystals on those chakras to really start to supplement that healing and to help expedite that healing as a Reiki professional. And for yourself, if you're doing a meditation and let's say you're feeling like you need a little bit of extra support, you can use those crystals in your own meditation to give those specific areas some support. So moving up from there with our sacral chakra, again, that orange color, we have one of my favorites, one of my favorite crystals, and again, as we've been kind of having these conversations in alignment with the new moon, which I just absolutely love, um, moonstone, which is not an orange crystal. Again, one of those outliers is a great support for your sacral chakra. And again, following with that outlier idea, carnelian, which is a, a red can't, again, a lot of crystals have different color profiles within them, but it is a deeper a deeper tone of red and orange. Carnelian is great for the sacral chakra. Um, orange tourmaline, tiger's eye. Again, so you can see if you everyone, I think, I would like to assume that people have a pretty good idea of tiger's eye. It's got that iridescent, um, almost brown and gold tone to it. One might not understand that it could be associated with the sacral chakra, but it is a positive stone for that chakra. So again, Moonstone, one of my absolute favorites, it carries so much feminine energy in it. I have um, a mala, which is 108 beads associated with, um, you know, the divine in some of the eastern parts of the world. A lot of yoga instructors have mala beads, um, and mine is made up of significant amounts of moonstone. Uh, I just adore that crystal, and it has a lot of connection for me to the feminine, to that receptivity, um, and again, for that sacral balancing. So just to just not to play favorites because they're all wonderful, but I do love love moonstone, and again, it does support your sacral chakra. Um, so moving up from there to our navel center, our solar plexus chakra. Again, it's that yellow cusp, uh, color. So we have stones such as citrine. Uh, citrine attracts money. It attracts abundance, um, and it is yellow orange, but it's uh, got a clarity to it similar to a quartz. 
So it's a beautiful crystal. It's one again, one of my favorites. I'm going to say that a lot. I think at this point, I believe <laughs> that I'm going to say they're they're all my favorite. Um, but citrine's a wonderful one. Um, and again. Tiger's eye, which we just talked about. Tiger's eye is another great one for the solar plexus. Um, honey calcite is a great one for the solar plexus. And even a stone such as jasper or topaz are all great for the solar plexus chakras. So, you know, there are so many with these crystals, they have so many multiple applications that could be so beneficial for a multitude of chakras. But I just want you to have an idea of how they can cross over, how their colors, how they go beyond and expand beyond that simplification of colors that we've been using so far. Just so far as I know, I'm just, I'm throwing names at you and I'm throwing chakra associations with you. Um, do you have any questions for me so far before we get to the bridge chakra? No, you are just, you're explaining it so simple for us learners and beginners on crystals and I love it because you're just sharing the colors of them you're sharing how what chakra they affect so no it's absolutely perfect what you're doing awesome Joyce so then I'm going to just keep on trucking along because like I said there's so much information that when I tell you this is the tip of the iceberg it is it is Mm -hmm. the pinpoint of the the iceberg when it comes to crystals there's just so much so much to know and so much to understand um, but to my, to my, again, here we go, playing favorites, to my favorite chakra, the heart chakra. Um, again, it's got that green association, but what I love about that, it's also got this, a pink association. And if you have done a lot of energy work, um, a lot of times people will talk about a violet flame. A lot of times people will talk about divine love as having a pink or sparkly quality about it. And so that really taps into the heart chakra. So stones that are pink and green, so for example, emeralds, for example, rose quartz. Rose quartz is one of those stones that if you're new to crystals, rose quartz is one of the first crystals that you should, that you should have for yourself, buy for a loved one. Um, there are master healers, and, and uh, rose quartz is one of them. And even beyond that, rubies are associated with the heart, as is a stone that I love, and I actually just purchased one recently called malachite. Malachite is wonderful for the heart chakra, and it also helps healing with animals, and I think that there may be a healing with animals crystal talk in our future, I may dare say. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but Definitely. one, right? <laughs> Uh, malachite is one that actually can be dangerous for animals if they lick it or 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 even gosh god save us chew on it so bear in mind that these crystals while they are wonderful and, and massively supportive they do have properties that can be tricky so you really want to i wouldn't for example recommend that someone go out this christmas and purchase a malachite for their for their corgi or their healer Right, so you want to make sure that you know um, a little bit more about it, and those are some of those crystals that start to get off a little bit left of center, where they have these wonderful benefits, but that you want to make sure that you have a full and complete understanding of their properties, because again, these are very, very powerful items. These are very powerful conglomerations of, of cells, if you will. Um, so we want to make sure that we treat them with the respect that they deserve. 
So malachite is one of my favorites, and it's very helpful for healing for animals and humans alike. But you want to make sure that, you know, if you have a malachite necklace, you don't let your dog sit on your lap and start to lick it because it can cause blood poisoning. And that's something that we all definitely want to avoid. So, again, not to go into the dark side of it, but just to make everybody aware that when we talk about these things, we want to ensure that they are being treated with with respect and make sure that people do their own research and learn about them before they before they start to utilize them in any specific capacity. So I'm going to move on from there up to our throat chakra. And again, we have that kind of lighter blue color. So ideas with turquoise, blue opal, aquamarine, and again, carnelian, which is red, but it also comes to speak to those outliers, those rule breakers that are crystals that are so purposeful and for so many different things that, you know, we really truly are blessed to have this information and know how to properly utilize it for our highest and best good. Um, One of the other wonderful crystals, especially for healers or or people that uh, tap into their intuition is lapis lazuli um, or even blue topaz. So there are, again, you can associate nine times out of ten. You'll be you'll be on track by associating the colors with those crystals and those chakras. But you want to make sure also that you do your research because you might have a, a red carnelian crystal that can support your third eye chakra. And these are just things that you might not consider. So make sure that you do your research when you're looking to select a crystal that you might want to work with or wear or incorporate into your own healing practice so that you have at least as much knowledge about that crystal as you possibly can. They are very, very strong and powerful, and they do command a lot of respect. So moving up to that intuitive third eye chakra, talking a little bit about the, again, master healer, um, amethyst is a wonderful one for the third eye, as is lapis lazuli. Again, um, you know, we're talking about chakras and we're talking about these wonderful the third eye, really, that seed of intuition, when it comes to crystal healing, it truly does have and is affected very, very much by the crystals that you work with. So when you're doing any sort of Reiki, any sort of healing, those those third eye crystals are of paramount importance because they help you connect with your client. They help you connect with yourself and with your own intuition. So things to to keep in mind as you are navigating some of these some of these healing modalities is that the third eye is kind of as the heart is the bridge between the upper and lower, the third eye is the bridge between um, a healer's intuition and their own higher guidance and how they can intuit with their client and be of help and be of use to that. So just, just a thought process. So something to keep in the back of your mind about how important um these crystals can be for people that are working with you, that are helping to heal you. Um, And then lastly, for our chakra aspect of the conversation, we are going to talk about the crown chakra and the the amethyst also I think is beneficial for the crown chakra. I don't think anyone can argue with that, as are many lavender or, or violet crystals. But one of the big ones for a crown chakra is going to be clear crystals such as quartz, um, which, again, is one of those masters, or selenite, which one of those masters. And if you haven't 
heard of it or uh, selenite wands are huge. They're relatively inexpensive. I have ones that are literally the size of my forearm um, in my bedroom over the door to my yoga studio, and they, they, cl- they clear energy as you come into a room. So they kind of – they don't allow those, those negativities to follow them um, and come into the space. So I love if, – if you're new to crystals, I love a selenite wand. Um, it can be one of those things that you buy, for example, I actually, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I actually am in real estate as well, Joyce, and it's one of the things that I give to my clients <laughs> as, a, as a closing gift. I give them a selenite wand for their new space. <laughs> so, well, I highly recommend <laughs> Th- that um, is incredible. I did not realize selenite cleared energy. And what a beautiful yeah. gift to give to new homeowners to clear that energy out of the home that they're moving into, maybe if there's just to clear the energies from others. Oh, that is that is a beautiful gift. That is incredible. <laughs> it is. It, you know, it's it it's you have to have clients that are open to it, but absolutely, it absolutely is. And I always, you know, a plant things that stimulate growth, that type of thing. Um mm-hmm. But selenite is one of those big ones, and I would like to speak a little bit as it is a cleanser. I believe it's one of one of the only crystals, one of a handful of crystals that doesn't need to be cleansed or charged. And whenever we're talking about crystals, we definitely want to talk about cleansing and charging. There are multiple ways to do both, but one way I'm going to speak to one way to cleanse and one way to charge that is fairly uh, accessible for people. Um, and the way to cleanse the crystal. Pardon me, as some crystals actually cannot be immersed in water or cannot come in contact with salt because a lot of people will do a water bath or a salt water bath, Um, but some crystals can't handle that. But what all crystals can handle is smudging. So if you're not familiar, smudging is using generally sage, uh, but it can also be used with Palo Santo. It can be used with um, wheatgrass, frankincense incense. So all of these things are ways to cleanse a crystal. Um, and all you have to do is is bathe the crystal in the smoke, release those negative energies. You can set an intention if you'd like. Um, and in addition to that, you can um, set a release intention to clear and then set an intention when you charge the crystal to program that crystal. Um, obviously, you want it to be in alignment with the properties of that crystal. But it's just a way that you can start to bring those energies out of the crystal and bring them in alignment with you and your energy field. You want to cleanse first, and then you want to charge the crystal. Now, a very easy and simple way to do this is to leave your crystals in the sunlight, preferably indoors, but leave the crystals in the sunlight, and that will charge, that UV light will charge the crystal. If you want to bring in the feminine energy, we're talking about moonstones, which is one of my favorite, you can charge crystals under a full moon. So I love, you know, to if you want to picture getting all of your crystals together and putting them in a space where the moonlight will hit them, that's a wonderful way to charge your crystals. But just to keep in mind, when you purchase a new crystal, you want to go about the cleansing of it, and then you want to charge it and bring it into alignment with your energy for you to work, for it to work its highest purpose with you and for you. The other thing that you want to keep in mind when you do bring a crystal home is is that it's you know you're really forming a relationship with with its energies you're sharing in its energy 
So you want to make sure that you, you touch on a crystal that kind of speaks to you and calls to you. Um, and like I said, if you're new to this, then crystals such as amethyst, rose quartz, selenite, these are crystals that are very, very safe. They are calming. They are loving. They are clearing. Um, and you can even have selenite next to any crystal to help to cleanse it and keep it cleansed. So I, I always recommend purchasing a selenite out of the gate um, and then starting to develop whatever crystals start to call to you. Any any questions for me, Joyce, as I again rattled on for about 20 minutes? <laughs> oh, you have just been fantastic. I've got a whole page of notes here, and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is so much simple information about the crystals. I feel it's very basic that you are telling us because it's it's so easy to understand and gives the ones that want to get started in crystals where to begin because I've always thought where do I even start? What what crystals do I need to start with? And you have just listed them out here. And oh, how very helpful. Yes. You have been amazing as always, Gia. It's just this this show has just flown by. I truly believe we need to do another one about crystals, at least one and probably multiple ones because I definitely want to do one about animals and crystals. I think that would be incredible. But I know you've just touched on the very, very basics, and we this show has gone way too quickly. I'm like, oh, my goodness, I thought we just started. It's <laughs> oh. working, right? <laughs> That's right, definitely. Well, since it has gone so quickly, and before we close this show, would you please share with our listeners how to connect with you? Because that is, you are just incredible. I just have loved every moment. <laughs> well, thank you, Joyce. I, it's an honor every time we speak. It's one of my favorite things that I look um <laughs> So, yes, thank you for that. Uh, I own, again, as mentioned at the beginning, Airs Above Yoga, um, I can be found at airsaboveyoga.com. My email address is airsaboveyoga at gmail.com, and I am on most social media platforms at airsaboveyoga. That's A-I-R-S-A-B-O-V-E-Y-O-G-A. And, it again, it's a dressage term. Um, so just to kind of plug my little, my little affinity for horses in there as well. Oh, oh I love it. It is this has just been magical. As I said at the very beginning, you are in for a magical show, and that's exactly what it has been. You have just left golden nugget after golden nugget about crystals. And I would love to continue this uh, chat on crystals in the new year, in January of 2024, and start sharing more and more with our listeners about crystals. So I would love for you to be back again, Gia, and we share more. Thank you, Joyce. I would love it. And like I said, there's so much to touch on. We could do one show per crystal, um, but we want to keep everyone engaged. And I think crystals for animals is going to be a great, great way to touch on um, those subjects and and to help people heal. And I, I hope that maybe this conversation has inspired our listeners to, to pick out a crystal for their loved ones or even for themselves this holiday season. I just did a wonderful, wonderful day with three of my best girlfriends that we went to the crystal shop together. Um, and I will say, if you're ever at a loss, find a really good store near you that has um, qualified 
crystal healing professionals in there that can direct you and guide you and let that crystal call to you for yourself, for your friend. Let your intuition guide you. Oh, oh, I love it. Such great advice. Thank you. Thank you so much, Gia. And I want to wish you totally magical days until you and I chat again on Robust Lifestyles. Thank you, Joyce. It's my honor and wishing you and everyone the most beautiful, wonderful, and healthy and happy holiday season. Oh, and thank you and same back to you. And with that, I want to thank all of you. You are so welcome. I want to thank all of our listeners for listening to this magical show with our incredible diva, Gia Raquel. And you heard her say she will be back in January to kick off the new year talking more about crystals. Oh, how exciting. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. And remember, a great gift to you or to others is finding that crystal, finding that relationship with its energy. And I love the ones with the feminine energy for us women that are listening to this podcast and treat those crystals with respect and come back in January as G and I continue talking more about crystals. And be sure to check out all the other hosts and their shows on divasthatcare.com. And also, Candace Gish, the founder of Divas That Care, has a book called Podcast Journal, where you can record all of these wonderful podcasts that you watch on all the different podcast platforms, make notes about them so you know where to go back to and find them when you are thinking, I saw that podcast, now where was it? This podcast journal will be all of these down. It's a great gift to yourself and also a great gift to others. And it may be found on Amazon and Absolute Love Publishing podcast journal by Candace Gish. And with that, I want to wish everyone a very magical day. Remember, be kind to all. Give your animals a great big extra hug and share all your love with them because they so deserve it. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.